Hey there, we at Blue Wire wanted to thank you for your continued support of this podcast. With over 90 podcasts across our network, we are committed to bringing you great content to fill that sport-shaped hole in your heart. To find more Blue Wire pods, search for us on iTunes or check out bluewirepods.com. And remember, one day sports will return and it will be glorious. Thanks for listening. On to the show. Welcome in, everybody, to the OBR Newswire podcast, your home for all things Cleveland Browns. I'm your host, Jake Burns, writer, film analyst here at the OBR, coming at you on Wednesday, what is now May 7th. We're already seven days into this month. There's a May 6th. I don't know. I'm losing track. Who cares anymore? It's like, it's the first week of May. It's good enough for some of you, I hope. But uh, always want to talk about our two sponsors, betonline.ag and Blue Chew, who both have fantastic promotions going on right now with uh, using both sites. You can use the promo code BLUEWIRE to get a uh, welcome bonus from betonline.ag for any of your betting or gambling needs. You can go there and get, um, you know, like I said, simulations for Madden. You hear me talk about these guys every day, Madden simulations. Uh, you can bet on the weather. You can bet on a wide variety of things. The online poker is available and blackjack, too, if you need to get that fix in. Those are available, like I said, all day. Big thank you to betonline.ag. And then Blue Chew, if you are struggling in the bedroom, hopefully you're not. This will be a bad time to be struggling in the bedroom. But if you are struggling in the bedroom, Blue Chew and their chewable tablet that you can take anytime, even on a full stomach, is the way to go. Discreet, online, meet, uh, meeting with doctor, and then a uh, you know package delivered right to your door. Nobody has to know other than you and the other person who matters in your life. So going to both places and using the promo code BLUEWIRE, um, you can get great offers. And especially with Blue Chew, you get your first order free, just $5 for shipping. So big shout out to both of those companies who believe in us here at Blue Wire. We are going to talk about what is on the website uh, for um, you know Wednesday. We're going to talk about uh, the continual look forward that's going on at the OBR. We have things that you will see appear is the film room from John Stephenson. Fantastic stuff on Jacob Phillips. If you're looking for about 30 to 35 different clips on the young linebacker, what he brings to Cleveland, his strengths, his weaknesses, and ultimately his projection as a player, that is the place to go and get that information. John did a great job on this one. Make sure you read that. We will have John on later this week to talk about Phillips in a more deep dive capacity. So keep your eye out for that here on your uh, OBR Newswire podcast run-up list to uh, keep these guys sort of in check, and, and, and we try to hit on each of them and deep dive on them. Uh, the OBR Film Breakdown will have uh, a little bit more on Nick Harris as I'm working through him right now, so keep your eye out for Nick Harris if you're looking for some information on him. Um, also on the site, you will see the 15, un- or, sorry, 15 undrafted free agents the Browns signed. We have information on those guys, and we will have more information as time comes about who those players are. We'll even have a little film room on A.J. Green, who... The Browns brought in from Oklahoma State. We got an A.J. Green to stop A.J. Green from Cincinnati. That's my line, right? They gave him some good money, so I do think the Browns invested a little bit in him and have an expectation that he makes the roster, so we'll keep an eye on that. So if you have not paid attention to the OBR Newswire podcast this week, Jared Mueller and I talked Monday morning about sort of Paul DePodesta's building the Browns comments about keeping an eye on now and collecting picks for the future. We talked yesterday with Fred Greetham about his eight steps to the playoffs and how well the Browns are attacking the same things that are on Fred's list. 
Go back and listen to both of those. And we're also going to keep an eye on the future with today's guest, Brown's Daily Mock Draft, my man Stephen Thomas. He's going to come on here and talk about his exciting, spectacular 2021 Brown's Mock Draft. Look, you have... He has, he has found the market for a sickness of the draft. He's, this thing has 15 comments on it. It'll keep having more comments on it. People love this stuff. We're even looking a year ahead now, and people are still eating this stuff up. He wrote, I don't know, 3,000, 3,500 words on this whole thing and went into depth about these guys. So if you are looking for the ultimate draft coverage, my man, who is Steven, is here to give us more insight on that. How are you, my friend? I'm good. Thanks for having me on. And sickness is definitely the right word. <laughs> it is indeed. So listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask right away. Like when you do this a year out, and I've seen you do this for years on Twitter now, right? This is like, is this year three? I've seen you do this. Or this is uh, the start of year five, actually. Holy cow! So you were doing this before I even really started to jump in and catch on. So when you do this a year out, are you sort of just saying, I I'm gonna target the best player that is on the board around the range that they've thrown the Browns pick in, or are you sort of saying, ah, they might have a need at this position next year, kind of, so I'm kind of sort of inch in that direction a little bit. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like anytime you uh, you start to mock draft, yeah, or, you know, real draft, you hope that your need matches up with the strength of the draft and the value of the pick where you are. I mean, like this year, Brown's biggest need... Uh, offensive tackle it was an unbelievable tackle class and at 10 there was a guy staring him in the face that fit everything and that's that but that's like nirvana uh usually especially if you're picking you know hopefully in the 20s like, like the browns are next year you don't you don't normally get that so obviously you go into it thinking like i did uh an edge is is who i would love to get if there was an edge at value in the first round when we were on the board i mean need matches value matches pick perfect go go but you know, this far out, it's more about just identifying potential holes and then looking at the early boards from Dane Brugler and, you know, other people who know what they're talking about and looking at the big names, at least heading into the season and seeing who matches up. It's You try, obviously, to fill as many needs as you can, but at a certain point, you just have to take, OK, this guy's going to be a stud. So we don't really need that position this year, but adding more studs is always a good thing. Yeah, for sure. I think as, as I struggle to get my microphone back on there, we keep it uh, open and honest here at the uh, OBR Newswire podcast. And that, that delay, I'm <laughs> keeping that delay in here. It is important to keep keep it honest. Um, so let's look at your draft. It's it's uh, These are names that maybe we revisit. L- listen, we'll, we'll try to redo this whole podcast in a year from now, and we will bring out some of the players that you have here and see where they stay. Because I've always found it interesting you post these – um, your very first mock, which this isn't the first one you've done for this new draft, 2021 draft, but it is close. It's the biggest one you've wrote on, obviously. Um, right. It's always fun to look back and see if the players range a switch. I always find it pretty fascinating that like every year it seems like a quarterback prospect. Everyone has this preconceived notion of um, this quarterback's going to go first or it's a battle between these two guys and then like Joe Burrow comes out of nowhere and Baker Mayfield kind of they're on the radar, Baker was, but he came out of nowhere for the first overall pick and so on and so forth. And it's fun to go back and look at this stuff a year later. And, and uh, yeah, I, I mean, listen, let's start with Rashad Bateman, who if you study Tyler Johnson, I absolutely love that guy. What do you like about him? Oh, what is not to like about Rashad Bateman? I mean, he's big. 
He's fast. Uh, he's got sticky hands. Um, he, I mean, even Tyler Johnson was, you know, arguably the number one target, and he still put up, what, like 60-something catches and uh, 1,200 yards and highlight reels all over the place. And the thing I like uh, most about Bateman, I think, if you force me to pick one thing right now, is he seems to be just as comfortable going across the middle as he does, uh, uh, you know, running go routes and, and running up the sideline. So many of these big guys – Especially as you know, in the spread college offense era, um, you see that you watch their tape, and that's all they run. They run three routes, and they're all vertical. They they, they don't like to go over the middle, you know. And if the guys who do like to go over the middle are the short guys, the smaller guys, or the big lumbering type guys, you know. Bateman will take it across the middle, and then he'll turn right into the teeth of defense. And he he's got uh, he's got moves after the catch. Uh, I mean, he's not Tyreek Hill after the catch or anything like that, but he you know he makes people miss. He's got speed. Uh, clocked at 4-4 in high school. So, you know, if he can keep somewhere in that range at 6-2, 2-10, and have another year this year like you expect him to, um, with uh, Tyler Johnson gone, he's now obviously by far the number one target. This is a guy that, like I said, I was looking at edge, that, but all the guys currently ranked as day one prospects uh, on the, the draft network board, which is the one I was using, they were all gone at 15. Um, you maybe think about an impact safety, uh, you know, Javon Holland and some other guys, uh, are getting a lot of press early. That's another position that there's no, there's really only Delpit and that's about it guaranteed to be here after this year. Um, uh, the, the Micah Parsons went one pick before and, you know, I'm yeah. not a huge proponent of, lo- of linebacker early, but a guy like Parsons, you would have to really, really think about it. And, you know, Dylan Moses, if he shows he he'll, he's healthy. So, you look at it, and wide receiver is—it's uh, a position that can impact the game. You, whether I'm not going to dive into the arguments about uh, Odell and Jarvis and their contracts and their future, and does he want to be traded? I'm not getting into that. But it is two rather large contracts, and there is a chance, whether you like it or not, that one of them gets moved along. So, uh, having a guy like Bateman in the pipeline to hopefully step up and take that spot in a couple of years—it's uh, never a bad thing. So let's let's do this. I, I think that Bateman is fascinating, and the beautiful part of this article, guys, is that Stephen has attached some highlight tapes in here so that you can see some of the information on this player or these players right away. So if you don't know who they are or what they look like on the field, that, that mystery is answered for you. Do this for me. I want to encourage everybody to go and look at these for themselves, so we're not going to give away everybody, but give me two more of your favorite prospects from this list you have here. Um, uh, Trevin Morig, uh, safety. I just mentioned safety before out of uh, TCU. He was PFF's number one uh, graded safety. Um, currently still flying under the radar. Most of the boards I see out there, he's in the 70s to the to 100 or so, something like that. And I think if he has the year that he's capable of having uh, with Adarius Washington, both two great safety prospects actually down at TCU, he has the opportunity to put himself in the day one conversation. He does everything. Uh, he does everything that you can ask a safety to do, and he does it fast. Um, I also like Elijah Molden. Uh, he's a cornerback slash uh, safety out of Washington, a little bit undersized, but very, very uh, versatile. Uh, plays inside, plays outside, uh, plays bigger than his size. Great instincts. He's always getting to the play uh, very quickly. And then I'll throw one more quick one in there just because he's so interesting. Is Coin Dang. Uh, linebacker slash hybrid edge out of California. Kid is 6'6", but only 2'10". Um, family from uh, uh, Kenya, uh, I believe, and uh, he's just he's overcome a ton in his life, and he's got 
He's got a very interesting skill set. Uh, not sure how it will translate, but currently ranked on day three. And a guy who's six six and runs supposedly in the four fives uh, can rush off the edge and also give you drop back and give you some coverage ability and everything in between. I mean, the guy had eight pass breakups and 121 tackles last year from the edge position. That's that's a skill set that interests me, especially in his current day three value. I'm with it. I think he's fascinating. I remember seeing him pop off the screen against Nick Harris in Washington when I was watching uh, some of that leading into that film room. So, listen, this is this is the stuff that Stephen pours a ton of effort into, uh, and I would really encourage you to go take a you know take some of your time. I don't know if you have any time on your hands right now, folks. Maybe maybe you don't. But if you do <laughs> and you care about football, he pours a ton of effort into these, and it's going to be able some to be something that you reference and learn about players as the year goes on. So you're kind of saving up, and oh, that name sounds familiar. I remember Stephen talking about him when you're watching um, what seems inevitable, which is football's return this year. So um, yeah, let's let's. Uh, this is the first of many of these drafts that we will have Stephen on to talk about these prospects and who he drafted for the Browns and quick little tidbits, but ultimately giving you the opportunity to go check out all ten picks that he made because the Browns have ten selections next year and. Uh, learn a bit about these players with some video handy to watch it. So, Stephen, A, appreciate the effort in knocking out a home run article here, and B, joining me. Thanks, man. Anytime, my brother. Anytime. Okay, big shout-out, and, um, you know, love to Stephen for, for taking the time, like I said, and then a thank you to our sponsors, who I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, Blue Chew and BetOnline.ag. We appreciate their effort with this company, and we appreciate you guys listening every day like you do. Those subscriptions, those uh, those those reviews on Twitter, or sorry, not Twitter, but but iTunes and and um, amongst many other things, our YouTube channel uh, where we have film breakdowns that post day or two after to cover things. Uh, we appreciate you guys taking the time to subscribe to those things and give us those reviews. And we're up over 600 listeners a day and it continues to climb every day for a new podcast that's great and we really love it and we appreciate it. And I hope you guys are subscribing to us at the OBR website where you can get all of this fantastic content. So until we talk next time, much love and go Browns.